your beautiful ideas. Like I want you to keep coming up with that list. So the question that I now have for you that I want to just spend a little bit of time talking about is what are the thoughts or the feelings that make these things feel like, I'm gonna say it a couple different ways because I think it can show up a couple different ways, but make them feel like, if there's any but at the end of it, like I would love this but, and then a negative emotion that comes with that. Or the thoughts of, well, I couldn't do this because of this, right? Just what, is there anything when you write that list that comes up for you that feels restrictive in making that happen? I wanna hear about that. You can take a couple minutes to think about it. What do y'all have? Let's hear it. Yes. Oh, do we have a mic? Thank you. We're working so hard. <laughs> okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Um, an objection that comes up for me is because I teach weight loss and for a business coach to show that you're prosperous and very good at what you do is what people are looking at. Yeah. For me, I realized, oh, I take care of my body and nurture myself while I'm here in an environment that uh, could easily be uh, an environment for me to overeat with all the, the whatever, with all the things yeah. that are here, all the good stuff. And I, I, the thought came across, oh, I can show my, my audience that I'm still working out while I'm here and how I'm doing all these things. And I thought, no, 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 better not show that. Because when they see that you're in this beautiful hotel, mm -hmm. doing this beautiful training here, they might start to think, ah, oh, she's in it for the money. Mm. She's in it for the money, she's evil. And mm. it's not gonna stop me from growing my business, but it does make me wanna hide that part of it. Yeah, yeah. So I want you to consider, what if they're just not having that thought at all? Okay, my, the first thing that comes up for me is I already received an email I a while back. Say that. <laughs> How many of you knew she was gonna say that? I knew it, I yeah. knew there was gonna be, but there are, yeah, there are some, mm -hmm. right? Like what if it's 10% of the people? Yeah. And this is what happens when people send you emails and they like say things to you, you start thinking that everyone must be thinking that, everyone. Right? But what if it's just like 10% of the people? We got some like really, I'll just say we got some emails while right, right before I went on maternity leave. And my whole, I had to coach my whole team on like when they read them and like I could just tell their experience of them. I said, just remember, this is four people, four emails. We're serving 4,500 people right now. That, and, and what was so interesting is at the same time, we had this, you guys all did this. If you were, um, I think if you were in pre-enrollment, you got this, maybe everyone did, but they had you submit success stories along the way. And there were like these four emails where the people were very unhappy with us. And then like 40 testimonials of people so happy with us mm. and making so much money with us, right? So even if it's, four people or 10 people or 10% of the people who follow you, right? What if the other 90% love seeing you do this, that it's inspiring to see you do this? 
That's so helpful. Like, yes. did you guys know that even if you're not a business coach, seeing you live your highest life will be inspiring to people, even if they're just coming to you for weight loss, right? Like, and when I say not ju just, I mean, like, they're not coming to you for money, right? Maggie, what were you, I, she's like, I got to say something. <laughs> so I put, I'm a marriage coach, hi. And I post a lot of pictures with my husband, and I cannot tell you the amount of people that have said, oh my gosh, I didn't know that was possible. Oh my gosh, that gives me hope. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And yes. it's just from seeing us be together and have fun and love each other. Yeah, yes. Can you imagine, like, just if you're not a business coach and you don't coach coaches, I just want you to imagine how many people that you work with might end up becoming life coaches because they got a result with you, weight loss, marriage, coaching, right? Yes, Melissa Parsons, right? They got a result from you and were able to change their life. Maybe it was just general life coaching, right? Like I started as a general, like I just wanted to work on my brain and like feel my emotions and all the like really basic stuff. And after a year of that, I decided I wanted to become a life coach. The coach I was coaching with wasn't coaching coaches and I found Brooke, right? And then I needed a business coach, right? So just know that like you get to be an example of more than just your niche all of the time for everyone. 90% of the people will be so inspired. Promise. Um, pink shirt in the back or red? Yes, ish. <laughs> um, oh, I, or, or over here. Yeah, the thing that comes up for me with like everything in some form or another is that my partner won't approve or like my partner won't understand me and therefore will not want to continue being in a relationship with me mm. so yeah yeah so like let's talk about that have you talked to them about that have you have you sat them down and said i want to express a fear of mine i just want to tell you like i have a fear and talk and see if we can talk like i can talk about it with we you we have I would say maybe, oh, it's, it was a few months ago during my first round, and we had a conversation that both of us were afraid. Like, she was afraid I was going to, like, grow past her mm. and not want to stay with her, and then I had the same. How fear. cute is it that you guys both have a fear that you'll leave each other? Mm -hmm. Come on! That's so cute! <laughs> I love it. I want you to like find that place in your heart where you're like, gosh, we're so cute. We're like our biggest fears are that we're going to just like leave each other. Right? That shows how much you guys love each other. Right? So one thing that you can know and you can practice with your brain is if there is any discomfort with you growing bigger, what you can be aware of is that the trigger for her is not you growing bigger. The trigger for her is that she'll be left behind. So you can be in charge. Like we talk a lot about what we can control, right? What you can be in charge of is constantly reassuring her. Mm. One of the things I took charge of when I brought my husband home is I never wanted him to feel like he wasn't an equal financially in the relationship. So all the time, I'm always selling him on his value in the relationship. I always tell him what I appreciate about him, how he makes my life easier, how he makes it more fulfilled, 
how he makes me laugh. I talk about all the contributions he does to our family, how I couldn't do things without him, how he really holds space for me to be the highest version of myself. I mean, I'm just like all the time, just showering him with how much value he brings to our relationship. And I just know that that's what I can be in charge of. And, and I haven't seen him really have this like discomfort of I'm not like making money or I'm not the breadwinner, right? So I make, I intentionally make sure he always feels very safe with the money, with the relationship. So I'm gonna offer that to you is a couple things is just love how cute that is. And then be in charge of when, when she has a reaction, knowing that the trigger for her isn't that you're becoming your highest version of yourself, it's about her and her fear that she's gonna get left behind. And I really like, because I have a partner who doesn't get coaching at all, like I really believe it's not necessary for both people to grow mm -hmm. to stay together. I think the more you grow, the easier it is to stay with your partner, not the harder it is. Okay. Yeah, Maggie could all, she's like, yes, yes. It's <laughs> definitely that stigma that you talked about. Yeah. It's like rich people are a certain kind of people. Yeah. So if I'm doing those rich people things, then I'm becoming that kind of person. It's fine. Yeah. Some, some rich people, not rich life coaches. <laughs> okay. Thank We're you. different. My nanny's always telling me because she's worked for a lot of rich people and she's always telling me like, but Stacy, you actually like want to be with your kid. Like what? Like it blows her mind. And she's like, and like, I guess one of the people she worked with last, like didn't let her sit at the dinner table with them. And like, if she talked, they would be like, Shh, mm -mm, no. Or if the baby cried, they'd be like, Jackie, get the baby. Right. And we're like, Hey, do you want to have dinner? Like, we're like texting back and forth when she's not even there. Like we just like have such a great relationship and that she's never seen a dad so involved as Neil. So even if it's true, let's just say it's true, whatever your thoughts might be about rich people, it doesn't have to be you as a rich person. You get to redefine that, right? You're a rich life coach. Let's just say that's different, <laughs> right? Because we have emotional tools, right? We have emotional tools to like really enjoy the things that we have, to enjoy the time we have off, to enjoy the money, to do things for our highest level of goodness with the money, right? And, and that money doesn't have to change at all the way that we think. Like we get to, and this is what happens, right? With people who get money who then change, I think it's because they don't have the capacity to calm or quell their ego, right? Especially if they get it quickly. They don't have the ability to like catch when they're being self-righteous. They don't have the ability to catch when they're being judgmental, when they're thinking they're better than other people. They don't have the ability to to handle those emotions, to catch when their brain is really running wild and thinking those things. They don't have the ability to be present and not get consumed with the money and start hustling, right? We have all of those tools. So our money experience does not have to be the same as everyone else's. It really does get to be different. All right, we've got someone virtual. Is that Clotilde? I... No, okay. Hi, so Hi. my name is Nicole Church-Steinbach, and I coach women in technology to work less, dress less, and earn more. Love it. And I Oh, thanks. I have two, I do too. Um, I have two main objectives, objections that I'm really working through this time. The first one is a bone belief that I identified at the end of our last round, which is that success always has an equal and opposite cost 
because okay. I want to believe success is free. And the second one is it's enough that I just fucking want to. I just yeah. want to buy vintage jewelry. Like, yes, that's okay yes. without the defiance and into the ease. Like, I want to work with a one on one coach. So I just work with a one on one coach. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. So good. <laughs> By the way, I have a text thread with my friend Kara and my friend Rachel, all three of us. And we just text each other what we're spending our money on. And it's so funny because Kara is really into vintage jewelry. And I'm really into like the modern designer stuff, right? Like Fendi, Dior, all that stuff. And so we just like send our, and send our pictures back and forth. We're like, look at our loot today. This is what we're getting. <laughs> but it really helps us like normalize that experience that it's okay to spend money and have money. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, so good. Um, okay, right here and then right there. Hi, Stacey, Audrey. Audrey, um, hi. So I'm a general uh, life coach. Um, bring helping people to bring balance to their life. But so what's interesting is on the list of things that I would want to do is all these beautiful things for, for the people I love. And then the objection is that, but it would deprive me of relationship and love. It, it feels like it would just be throwing money at the problem and yeah. it would make it so empty. And I can, it's, it's interesting how it's sort of the opposite exactly what I want to do is also what I believe would, would ruin the relationship. And I can see where it's coming from. And from this belief, I have obviously accumulated only the evidence <laughs> of the rich people that I see is how empty their relationships is. My brother's and his wife's relationship in particular. Yeah, this is so good. So if I'm understanding you correctly, and I'll say this because it'll be valuable to the whole room, even if I, if I didn't and you can tell me, but there's two things going on there. But number one, what is interesting is that one of the frustrating problems of making a lot of money is that sometimes the money can't solve the problem. One of the things that I've really experienced is like my family does not love to receive in the, like they're just not comfortable receiving in the same level that Neil's family is. So like, for example, I could buy my mom the car, the whole thing, but you have to find the balance of where will their discomfort be so much that they can't enjoy the gift and it makes them feel bad instead of good, right? So the down payment made her feel really good, but like I tried to buy her carpet once that was $5,000 and she was like, absolutely not. And then one of the really frustrating things is Neil's, I'll try not to cry, but Neil's grandmother was stuck in a nursing home during COVID and this nursing home did not let them for two years, I think 18 months, two years, did not let them go outside ever. They could not leave their room. They were not allowed to have their window open. So she did not experience sunshine on her face or fresh air for a very long time. And it was so frustrating because there was this other nursing home that was letting people do it. And like, it was so much nicer and she wouldn't have a roommate. And I just said, I asked his mom, I was like, can I just pay for her to like, go stay there? Like $10,000, like whatever it is, can I pay for her to change? And, and they couldn't, there was, she was like, well, but they accept, I guess, Medicare or Medicaid or whatever. And like, she has to go through the system and the system takes like, I don't know, six months or something. And it was so painful to not be able to throw the money at that situation and, and solve that. Like I just wanted to so badly, but on the flip side, there will be things that you can solve, right? And so you have to like 
ride that line of what can I, what, like put my energy into the things I can solve and then I have to just make peace and let go with the things I can't. And I can get, and I have to focus on gifting at the level that someone can receive it comfortably and that's okay. And then um, the other piece that I will tell you, which is so interesting, is that my family, even though they have all these money thoughts that keep them from taking my gifts sometimes, is that of my, of my siblings, my mother always tells me I'm the one that makes her feel the most safe to be who she is and say the things and not make her feel stupid or uneducated. And she gets to just be who she is with me without judgment. And that's a really big thing for her because she feels like the whole family is always doing that to her. So when you have, I think what happens is like when we, because again, remember we're coaches, right? So we have all this emotional tools and the more money that you make, okay, everyone hear me on this, the more money you make, the more it will require you to coach your brain. Like you just won't be able to get to 200K, 500K, a million, 5 million, 10 million, without becoming a different human. And by doing that, you will have to have coached yourself through so many thought models, right? So many thoughts, coach yourself into so much higher capacity for emotions. So when you're there, you're gonna be a much more open, expressive person that can, can be around anyone, right? So it may be like that for certain members of your family, but it won't be like that for you. It just, you won't be able to get to that level of money in this industry, I think, without having done the emotional work that will allow you to have better relationships with your family too. So those are the two things I want you to take away. I think what hits me is that um, your mom is cipher to be herself. I think that's maybe my experience is, I wasn't necessarily safe to be myself. It was fixed with the money. And, yeah. you know, but, but I can see how that's limiting me from yeah. making the more. And it may and be difficult. It may be it, like, it really may you like, I do find that it's harder for me to be my full self and have the money and the success with certain people in my family. They don't ever ask about my business. We never have conversations about it. it it's like the weird elephant in the room. It just never gets brought up. And they don't like comment on our stories or like talk about like travels. There's just no conversation that ever happens. It's like they pretend that part of me and Neil don't exist, right? But again, I have the emotional capacity to be okay with that and to not need them to do that at all. Like the way that I think about it is when I step into their world, I'm there for them. It's all about them. I'm going to celebrate them. I don't need them to celebrate me. I'm going to ask about their lives. I don't need them to ask about mine. I'm just going to be, it's like clients, right? I'm just going to be like, you don't even need to be worried about me. I'm just going to be all in for you. Thanks. You're welcome. Yes. One over here and then I'm going to go virtual. Yes. Okay. Is this on? Yeah. Yeah. So this feels hard, but important to share. So the first thing I wrote down was I'd have to keep it up forever. That feels exhausting. But then. Oh, I had that one too. Yeah. yeah. But then I was like, eh, I don't feel anything. Like maybe I don't have anything. I was like, uh. And then I wrote down, but I'd have to put myself out there and leave the old version of me behind. And then I started crying like a baby while that camera was <laughs> in my face. I wish the pictures were perfect. More. Because what I realized, well, a weird thing that's happened. I don't remember any of my dreams. Like lately, I don't know. I'm, I have young kids. I don't, I sleep hard, I guess, unless they wake me up. But here, the first night I dreamed my four-year-old died, like was murdered, and I knew it was happening, I couldn't save it, her. 
And then last night I dreamed someone took a tiny little baby duckling that was in a shell and like cracked it open and killed it. And it was like floating lifeless, dead baby. And I'm like, what is happening with that? Um, and the reason I started crying was because um, I experienced a, child, a childhood trauma when I was young. I was sexually abused. And that is not when I was young and really my whole life until very recently when I got rid of that shame and guilt, I wouldn't, I would just stay quiet and small because then no one could find out mm. that I was this whore. You know, I didn't, I was so young that I was this horrible person or I would go to jail, whatever it meant. Like, but if I stay quiet mm. and if I, you know, don't speak unless spoken to and have a facade, I'm safe. And I do not want that to go into the business because I know if I want to serve and impact as many people as I want to and know I can, I'm not gonna attract them if I'm hiding yeah. and scared to be seen. Yeah. So that's what came up for me. Yeah. And here's what I will tell you, for all of you, no matter what your thought is that makes you afraid to be seen or be big or make a lot of money, whatever it is, right? Whatever that thing is, just know I think our brains think about like we will be seen all at once. But what's really gonna happen is it's gonna be gradual. And as it's gradual, your capacity to be seen will grow. Because right now, like before you became a coach, how much money have you made? 29,000. 29,000. So before you became a coach, you were less seen, right? Because now you're on social media, like marketing your business. Now you're $29,000 of being seen, right? And you're safe with it right now, right? Like you're, nothing's happening to you. Your brain's imagining crazy things. Mine, mine does that too. I've been telling, I've been having the craziest dreams. And Neil's like, you need to tell your brain to chill. It's like crazy dreams. I could be, it's very similar to yours. <laughs> and so I bet that's because you left your babies, by the way. <laughs> First time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it started happening to me when I had to come to work instead of being with him all day long. But anyways. So you have this capacity, right? Like you're here, you're here and you're safe. And what will happen is you'll get to 50,000 and the same will be true. And then you'll get to 100,000 and the same will be true because you're taking the safety of 29,000 and 50,000 with you to 100,000. So you just keep growing so that when you actually are at like say $10 million, you will feel safe with it. You will, because it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't just happen to you gradually. You have to grow your capacity to keep making money. So I just want you to like, you won't know that automatically, but one of your homeworks that you could do, and this is for anyone that experiences this, is you could see how it's true that you're safe now and that you're bigger and out there than you've ever been. And then, then you just have to trust and pay attention to it as you make more money. Be like, wait a minute, okay. I'm safe at 29,000, and when I get to 45,000, okay, how am I safe here too? And you grow that safety in your brain by always asking, how am I here, safe here too, right? And then just trust, as I grow and make more money, the only way I'll be able to do that is if my capacity grows too. It doesn't mean you won't ever feel unsafe, but you will grow a, an amount of capacity to be safe that's that keeps you from like, you won't be crazy and like losing your mind and uncomfortable and, and anxious all the time when you're at however much money you think that will happen, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like each time there will be a leveling out.
And if I could, the level that I showed myself got me to 29K. Yeah. So the level that I continue to feel safe, the more that I continue to feel safe yeah. showing myself will continue to <clears throat> yeah. get me. Like you, okay, here maybe this is the thought that will help is you will never just land at a lot more money and not know how to deal with it. Okay, so I wonder if... Or a lot more visibility, right? Right. I'm scared that I will trick that I'm going to be showing up from a unintentional facade because I'm so used to it versus well, like not. No, because you already uncovered it here, right? Yeah. See how that your brain like wants to pretend that these things will happen, but you've already uncovered it. Yeah. Okay. So then anything else that where your brain wants to be like, um, have that facade, anytime that wants to come up, you're going to uncover it. You get to trust yourself that you'll uncover it because you just did. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. So good. That's so good for everybody to hear. All right. Let's go to someone virtual. Jasmine. Yes. Jasmine. Hello. Hey there. Hi, I'm Jasmine. I help intuitive entrepreneurs grow their businesses. Love it. So, so mine, uh, so mine, she actually said this in the very beginning, but I'm going to say it because uh, you guys didn't necessarily go into it. So I have the, but I couldn't sustain it anyway. Thing. Yes. yes. And uh, it feels, so theoretically, clearly that can't be true for everyone. Yeah. Obviously. But my brain wants to say, well, but it is true for you because at each new level, it's like, oh, yeah, I have, you know, whatever level that was. Oh, I have all this extra money. This is wonderful. Um, you know, yay. I've, I've done some of the things like retire the husband, you know, those kind of things as we've gone. But at each new level, it comes to a point where it's like um, it gets tight in a way that I would have said, you know, a hundred thousand or 200,000 ago, oh, that'll never, you know, that's so much. But what money. happens after each new level, when it gets tight, what happens? Well, in my case, it got to a point where like I've, I've made, uh, about 200 K every, every year since 2018 and didn't keep growing. So it was like, there was a ceiling and I mm -hmm. keep hitting it. Um, so in my case, it just feels like there's a total cap. Like, but I love that your thought is like, it's not sustainable, but you've sustained it since 2018. <laughs> like more. <laughs> like, but you need to start there, right? You need to start telling yeah. your brain like, brain, you're crazy. You made that up. Yeah. It's, not, it's literally not true. I can sustain it all day long. I can sustain it forever. I've sustained it since 2018. Yeah right? That's where you want to start because what you're trying to do is you're trying to go higher, but you haven't believed yourself that it's sustainable yet. So you've got to believe that first. And then with that brain, it will be easier to believe you could grow it. Right now you're here not believing it's sustainable and you're like trying to make this leap without landing here first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think of myself as someone um, who has created sustainable wealth, but it, it, it is, it is, I've supported my whole family for years. 
I love it. Our braids. <laughs> what is even happening? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and the question you can ask yourself, because Cara has asked me similar questions to, like this before, is like, so at what point, how many years is it going to take for you to believe it's sustainable? So far, four has not worked. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is eight is the number yeah. 12. Like, how long, when will you get to arrive where you let yourself believe it's sustainable? Or you could just let yourself believe it now. I realize as you asked that, that I, I did not realize this, <laughs> but I, I think I thought, wow, I didn't, I did not know I knew, thought this, that maybe I would eventually have to quit because I couldn't. Sustain it. Beyond. Yeah. Sustain <laughs> it. Yes. I couldn't sustain this. But like, even if you couldn't expand beyond, you could have a, a 200K business for the rest of your life and it would be fucking amazing. Right? Is it amazing now? It feels not. It feels like the expenses are too high and, and that it, it feels, feels like a struggle. It feels like there's not enough profit. It feels like it's too much of a struggle, is how it feels. Okay. So also work on that, right? Because aren't yeah. you just said you're sustaining your family, right? For the last four years. Yeah. So I would like let that thought and feeling be in your body. Mm -hmm. Like for four years, your business has held you and your family. Mm -hmm. Just try saying that to yourself instead of it's a struggle. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Both, they both could be true. Right. Like measurably, you could say like, oh, at the end of the month, there's never money left over, right? For example. And I would check that too. Like I would get all your measurable numbers and circumstances, but you could say that and that could be true, but you could also say for four years, my business has held me and my family up. There's always been enough. It may not feel that way. There might not be surplus, but there's always been enough. Yeah. And you could really love that your business has always allowed you to have enough for the last four years. Like you're self-employed and you have enough for the last four years. Mm -hmm. How many millions of people don't have that? Mm -hmm. They're not their own boss. One income isn't holding their family up. They don't get to work from home. Yeah. Right? Like really allowing yourself to, to feel the success of what you have now. My guess is that is probably one of the biggest blocks to reaching the next level. Mm -hmm. is to acknowledge the success now yeah because you can't My think about this too because i did anymore. this where i did this where there i would always tell myself that there wasn't enough money to for me to feel safe in my account and i remember feeling that way at there needed to be 10k in there and then there needed to be 50k and then there needed to be actually i remember very clearly 60k was the number at one point and then it was 100k and i remember there being 500k in my account and I was in the Caymans for a life coach training and Cara, and I was telling her how I felt unsafe and Cara was like, I remember I was having this conversation at 100K and she's like, so when's it gonna be enough? Like, what's the number that can sit in your account where you will decide to feel safe with money? And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I was like, cause now it feels like a million. <laughs> and then my brain has tried to challenge me at, if I have 2.5 million, just in my business account, like not my net worth, just my business like reserve, my brain tries to tell me I'm not safe. 
And I remember when it was 60K, right? So also just for all of you know, your brain will always want to tell you it's not safe and you'll just have to direct it back to why it is. Right, and the more you do that, the more practice you'll get at that. So it'll still come up, but you'll get so much better at telling your brain what to do when it does. Yeah. Yeah, break. I just want to say, like, this was some of my best work. Mm -hmm. Brooke coached me on security, and I wouldn't, y'all know, I worked a full-time job and coached 20 people for I don't know how long, right? Like, and it was like the job was secure, and the job was my security and my safety. And she was like, no, you never heard me say security is where it's at and also security is created by my thoughts and i'm like what the hell <laughs> i'm not yeah. gonna tell y'all what i said but like it was literally no like you can't like no you like no but i leaned into that like how is it that i create my own security with safety in my thoughts and what i think and how am i creating my safety by my thoughts like my value I thought was what I did, but I'm like, no, it's like, I was the one who put myself through anesthesia school. Like I did that. So, mm -hmm. and then the, the trigger for this was, cause you're giving examples of when you had more. I literally, I think I took money out of my account during COVID to pay for Lindsay Dawson. <laughs> cause she opened up four slots for one-on-one -on -one coaching and I just had to have it. And <laughs> scarcity and demand <laughs> but like i took money out of my account and i remember feeling so secure taking money out of my IRA. yeah like and then that's when i realized like oh safety is created in my thoughts yes yeah not even the amount of money you can make less money and feel secure that yes so good Yes, I remember looking at my account when it was negative and being able to create safety in my body. So for all of you that, that need to work on this, start small, like just sit in your room tonight and practice bringing up thoughts that make you feel safe or, or creating the emotion of safety in your body. Just practice that. Practice it for 10 minutes, practice it for 20, right? Just let it, let it ruminate a little bit and do that, keep doing it little by little by little for whatever it is for you, whether it's money or it's what other people, people knowing you have money, what other people will think about you, your audience, your family, like practice the, the circumstance that you imagine that will happen, practice sitting in safety, imagining it. Right, just practice that over and over and over and your capacity will grow. I promise you that another thought that you guys can hold on to is that you will never arrive at a place you cannot handle. You will always, always have the emotional and thought tools to be able to handle wherever you are. Promise on this journey. <coughs> Especially if you choose to put yourself with coaches or in rooms or places where other people will support you in doing that.